Hi guys, welcome back to Let's Talk Teen Life. I am Kaylee Fields, your host. You are listening to Let's Talk Teen Life. I am Kaylee Fields, your host. I kind of like that intro, actually. Hope you guys are doing well and striving out in this world. I know I've been a little MIA recently, but I was just taking a little break. I'm also recovering from a little cold, so I might sound stuffy still, but that's okay. We're going to get through this together. Um, I actually recorded some episodes the last two weeks, I think, but then I decided that I didn't actually like them. And I really want to publish and put out there good episodes that you can actually get something out of. So I really hope that this week's episode gives you some advice and information on what we're talking about. I did a lot of research and work to make sure that you can get the best information out of what we're going to discuss today. You might be asking, because you don't really know, What are we going to be talking about, Kaylee? Well, I decided to start a little series called Let's Talk, and this will probably be once or twice a month where we talk about what I feel like is important and relevant in the world today. Since this is just part one, I thought it would be good to bring back the topic of social media. If you haven't listened to the episode Social Media with my friend Mari, I highly recommend listening to that before you listen to this episode. So if you haven't listened to that, go ahead and pause this recording right now and go listen. Seriously, you won't regret it. (laughs) So social media is a very touchy subject because I know some people think really highly of it and love it, but then I know people who think it's absolutely terrible and bad for teens. And I would think that I'm right in the middle of that. I don't know where you are, but I would say I'm right in the middle. I have to say that on my podcast, I talk about my personal experiences and my thoughts and opinions on topics. So it's totally fine if you don't agree with what I say or with what I believe in. But I somehow find myself saying this like every episode because I don't want to upset anyone or start something that's unnecessary. Let's say there's a person, let's name him Bill. And Bill has lots of opinions about different things. Bill knows that other people have their own opinions about things too. Bill doesn't just think that everyone else is wrong just because their opinions aren't the same as his. Bill is smart, so be like Bill. Also, some of the things I'm going to talk about might be a little touchy and hard for you, like depression and suicide, but I hope I can help you with that as best as I can. If you don't feel comfortable listening to that, you can go ahead and just skip that portion of the episode. I think there's like a 15-second skip button in Um, But I do encourage you to just listen to it and try and get some information out of that. But get a pen, pencil, and paper because, trust me, you'll want to write these things down and make notes on different things that I discuss with you. If you don't have anything to write with, go ahead and um, you can start a new note on your phone and just type it in there or make a mental note as well. 
and just remember and you can write it down or type it in somewhere later. So the main point, the main takeaway, the main key, whatever you want to call it, that this episode is truly about is that social media can be toxic and it is fake. 100%, right? I think it truly has an effect on your emotions, lifestyle, mental health, and can cause depression and to lead to thoughts of suicide, especially in teens today. And I'm not trying to bash the social media because it is wonderful and it has many, many benefits and aspects to it. And it can be used as a positive and good thing in the world, which is what we all truly want. But often it's not used that way and it's actually the opposite of positive. One thing that I suggest doing is putting your phone down and picking up your life. Some people are always on their phones and social media, which is why it is important to remember the things around you, like the sunsets and just nature itself is so beautiful and it's good to look at those things instead of wondering who all liked your Instagram photo. Often when teens are together and you're hanging out with your friends, you guys are often on your phones, right? I know I can say the same for myself. Whenever I go and I'm in a new place and I don't know a lot of people, I tend to immediately jump to social media or just on my phone in general because I'm uncomfortable and if I don't, I feel like it's just awkward. It's also important to remember that not everyone needs to know everything about you on social media. I realize that life is so much better when people don't know what I'm up to. It's like you keep yourself a mystery that will leave people wondering about you. Some people's job is to literally be a social media influencer, and I think that's super cool. I love to see people's fun photos and hyping them up in the comment section. And when we are on social media, sometimes, I know for me, I strive to be a social media influencer, and I think we all do. But at the same time, you don't have all those positive comments, positive DMs. Sometimes you have haters hating on you for being you, and that's a painful thing to go through and to hear and to deal with. I would say being yourself on social media is a must and to don't ever change for anyone to look cool or better than anyone else. Someone once told me, and I can't remember who, but to be the type of person and energy you want to attract. You have followers because those people want to literally follow you and they like you for who you are or the type of person you are. One thing that doesn't make sense to me, or that didn't make sense to me, is if you don't like me in real life, then why would you ever want to follow me on social media? And then it came to me one day. Those people that follow you are either jealous of you, or they want to downgrade you and belittle you. They want to see what you're up to so that they can turn it around and tell their friends what you've been doing in and just turn it into a joke, which is where bullying and depression comes into play, as well as thoughts of suicide. 
When we get mean comments or rude DMs, it makes us, at least me, feel ugly and sad. Thoughts surround your head with, I'm not good enough or I'm not loved, which is not true at all. I would say that the reason I created this podcast is to reach teens and to let them know that we're not alone and that we all go through similar things together and to know that you are loved and I'm here for you. And that's why we talk about these hard topics because I really feel like it needs to be talked about. And I think I'm going to do an episode about more about depression in the future. But I just really need to get this across. The number of deaths by suicide per 100,000 adolescents, 100,000, ages 15 to 19 in the year 2020 was at an 11.1 per 100,000 people. It's increasing each year, but what's even more alarming is that the males are at a 16.7 and the females are at a 5.2 per 100,000 adolescents still, ages 15 through 19. Alaska has the most teen suicides reported than any other state. And that just breaks my heart. I don't know about you, but I've never had experienced loss because of suicide. I've never lost a friend or a loved one or someone I knew because of suicide. And I'm truly sorry that you are going through that or you know someone that is going through that. But just encourage them and be there for them and be a good friend. And maybe, you know, send them this episode. Be like, Kaylee talked about some really good information, some really good advice that I think you would get information out of and just send this to them. So I'm going to talk about the physical hazards of phone addiction. Phone addiction, it increases screen time. The increased screen time leads to poor sleeping patterns. It can create health problems like eye strains. When you stare at your phone for hours on end, it can create problems like blurred vision and headaches. You can get this thing called text neck syndrome. It's identified as stress, pain, or injury to neck muscles, and that's due to staring down at your phone screen for a very long time. Also, accidents. Car accidents. Texting on your phone while driving is one of the major reasons for road accidents. So I'm going to list a couple, or I think there's 18, 17. 17 reasons, and if you have, I think it said more than three of these things, then that means you, that's a sign that you need a digital detox. Consider taking a 21-day detox and stay off your phone, and this is what I found. I found it on um, Pinterest, I believe, and you can just search up 21-day detox, digital detox, and it'll come up with a bunch of different plans you can look through. I can't remember the one that this one is called, but there's a ton out there, so I'm going to go ahead and list some signs, and if you relate with them, maybe you should consider taking a digital detox, and we'll talk about that more after. Number one, you feel restless without your phone. You sleep with your phone beside you, or you keep it under your pillow. You impulsively reach out for your phone every few minutes. 
you find it impossible to concentrate on your tasks without checking your phone. You check your phone first thing in the morning. You feel uncomfortable without your phone. You check your phone while in conversations and even while eating. You like texting or calling rather than talking to people in person. You have to check your notifications immediately. This is also called FOMO, fear of missing out. You instantly want to share your life updates like any important birthdays, vacation pictures, family events, and this is called FONS, fear of not sharing. You watch TV and stare at your phone screen at the same time. You always carry your phone with you even when you are in the bathroom. Your family is annoyed with your phone habits. You stalk people regularly. You obsess over likes and followers. You compare yourself with others when scrolling your feed. And social media gives you anxiety, but you can't stop using it. Now, I'm not going to lie. I relate to quite a few of those on there. So maybe we should do this 21-day detox together. I don't know. The purpose of a digital detox is not to disconnect you from social media or your phone, but rather develop a healthy balance between your time spent online and other activities. It cleanses your mind of all the negative thoughts that affect your mind when you use social media. You can, like I said, you can find these plans online, but here are the steps to one I highly recommend using, and I can't remember what it's called. But just if you have Pinterest or you can look it up online as well, you can just look up 21 day digital detox and it will come up with a bunch of plans that you can use. So day one and you repeat this on all days of the detox, but make your bedroom a no phone zone and switch off your phone an hour before sleeping. Day two, don't look at your phone as soon as you wake up. So around like 20 minutes of being up, then you can go on your phone. Day three is to turn off all notifications. Day four is to make a list of the apps that you don't really use, of the people you barely talk to, and of the people you stalk online, of all social media accounts that make you feel like someone you're not. So just make a list of all those things. And then you're going to take a look at your list, and you're going to delete, block, those accounts, apps, people, and don't think twice before removing them. Day five is to go through all pictures, songs, messages, whatever, and delete the ones you're no longer interested in. Day six, don't check your phone for the first 30 minutes when you wake up and leave your phone somewhere else when you are having dinner. Day seven, don't check your phone for an hour after waking up and leave it alone during lunch and dinner. Day eight, don't check your phone while watching TV. Day nine, don't check your favorite social media app for an entire day. Day 10, don't use more than 15 minutes on your phone. Day 11, plan exciting activities and plans and don't share it on social media. Day 12, turn off your phone for one full hour and spend some time in nature. Day 13, turn off your phone until lunch. Day 14, leave your phone behind as you leave the house, unless you really need it. Like, if your parents tell you, I need to know where you are, then you can take it. But if you're going somewhere with your family, leave your phone at your house. 
Day 15, turn off your phone for a full 24 hours. Day 16, read some books and start a new hobby. Day 17, maintain a time period on how much time you spend on social media in a day after you're done with this detox. Day 18, watch some uplifting videos online, but don't spend more than 20 minutes at a time. And day 19, choose to follow social media accounts across all platforms which inspire you. So obviously we're missing a couple days, but I just wanted to tell you like the first, the ones that I truly liked and thought it would be interesting to tell you guys to, so you can know them. But it's a good thing. A digital detox is important at least once in your once a year, I would say. It is very hard to do. And if you can't do this plan exactly, maybe choose an easier one and start slowly is the advice I would give you. You cannot be a zombie staring at a screen and comparing yourself with others and living a fake life drenched in photo filters. So that is the reason why they want you to do that 21-day detox. Some advice that I have you for you is don't use social media to impress people, but instead use it to impact people. I would say posting positive quotes and advice on your story could impact at least one person. And that one person could have really been struggling with things recently and that quote might have helped them. Another thing I would say is that your worth is not measured in likes, comments, or the number of followers you have, but in your ability to love. Keep your comments to yourself, take note, and lead. Once you begin to see your worth in likes and followers, this increases your need for attention. Once you are addicted to attention, you eventually lose your touch with reality. And Sadie Robertson Huff, whom I absolutely love, said this. This generation says, we want to be famous to know that someone cares for us, about us, but we all want to feel loved and cared for. This generation is searching for that through fame or followers. Only through Jesus will you know that you are wanted and loved. And I absolutely agree and love that. We will be discussing more about that in the future episode, Religion. And I will have some exciting special guests for that. So make sure you stay tuned. You can make sure you subscribe you're subscribed and to turn on your notifications so that you'll be notified when we release new episodes. If you don't know who Sadie Robertson Huff is, she is from the Duck Dynasty fam. She was on Dancing with the Stars. She travels the world or not the world, but like she gives she preaches, I would say, like teaches young students our age. Um, She's a great role model for young teens as well as her husband Christian. You can follow them on Instagram and you will truly feel wanted and loved by them even though you've never met them, which is what I feel following Sadie. She also has many books and one that I've read is called Live, which is amazing and I definitely suggest giving that a read as well as her podcast called Well That's Good Podcast, and she gives you great advice through her special guest she has on there. She's just a really good person doing good in 
this corrupt world and I think that you would truly love her as much as I do. A tip that I have for you is to unfollow every account on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever social media app that you have that makes you feel like you need to be someone else. The people you follow and hang out with have an influence on you. And I would say that when I was at school, I would often find myself hanging out with people who didn't lift me up and challenge me to be a better person, but who would bring me down and lead me into making poor choices. To pick the right friends and surround yourself with the kind of people that influence you in a positive way is so important. And I think one reason we struggle with insecurity is because we compare our lives with selective content shared on social media by other people. Every single person has things that they're going through behind the scenes that they never show you. So don't judge a person by clips of videos or their phone photos or their photos they share because we're all so much more than a 15-second video or an edited photo. Technology, it's so advanced that we can literally change the way we look in a photo from changing your body, your face, and adding filters to pictures. And I would say it's not wrong to add a filter to a picture because I know I do, but I'm not saying to compare yourself to someone else who did that, did those things. So don't compare yourself to someone who spent hours getting ready to look that way or who edited that photo to look like that. Social media is training us to compare our lives instead of appreciating everything we are. And I cannot express this enough. You have no idea what other people carry with them every day. You have no idea what someone's life is like. So don't create more pain and stress to others. Be kind, be genuine, and stop being so mean to people who fulfill whatever it is you don't like about yourself. I often find myself comparing the way I would look to other people, and it's hard not to, right? I say if I just had her body or nose or smile or perfect skin, I would look that good. We are all different, and that's what makes us so special and unique and beautiful in our own way. And we live in a society where looking cool in pictures, looking cool on social media has become more important than being a genuine person. So while you browse through Instagram, just remember that real life is in your heart, your smile, your family, your surroundings. Pictures online will make you believe you're not enough, like you need to be something more. You need to be more exciting, be more physically attractive, be more popular. But that's a lie, though. A made-up fantasy because you are real. You are amazing and you are enough. So go be in the world and don't ever compare yourself to the world's highlight reels and photoshopped selfies. And I encourage you to take that social media detox and to limit your time or to just Limit your time on social media and on your phone this week. Hopefully the weather will start to get warmer, so just go outside and soak in that sun. Get some vitamin D that's healthy for you. And I know that this episode wasn't funny or maybe not even interesting to you, but this was really on my heart recently, and I just wanted to express my thoughts on this. 
And I know it's just come up so much that comparing yourself on social media. Hopefully, I'll be back to uploading every week. But thank you so much for listening to this episode. I know it probably wasn't as long as the other ones, but don't forget to subscribe so you can get notified when I put out a new episode. Give it a little five stars if you want. That never hurt nobody. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Let's Talk Teen Life Podcast so you can engage and get informed on the topics we're going to be discussing in the future. I hope that you got some good information out of this. And as always, please share this episode with your friends and so we can grow and reach more teens across the world. I love you all and you're doing amazing. Stay safe and I'll talk to you guys next time.